Live with Manny anyway. Laura Lee. What is up? Happy holidays. Oh my gosh, it's Thanksgiving week. Happy holidays, really. Happy holidays. You guys, if I sound stuffy and a little crazy. Her allergies are acting up. It, they're back. They, they are back. And it's so funny because like, Laura, your allergies have not been bad recently. No. And today I went over because <laughs> we did a live on TikTok with Elf. And it was so funny. Laura's like, they got me today. The allergies have got me together today. And I'm doomed. Just so you I really are well, am doomed well today. I'm doomed. This is um full medicine and oh, like this, this is with is the flonase. The Zizol. Zizol. It's like one of everything. And then this is the best it gets. But some and then I'll wake up and not have any allergies for another week. It's it weird. Make sense. It's weird. I think it's whatever's in the air, something like I'm allergic you got to. Bit or by like an allergy bug. I got the allergy bug. Imagine there was an allergy bug. I got the bug allergy bug. I would swat it away very quickly. Yeah, you, you I mean you have the little oh the little electric swatters. So if I sound nasally, trust me. I don't want to be. And I was like, tomorrow, I don't have to film anything. I'm not going to have any allergies. And you'll have nothing. Ugh. But, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's, yeah. it's like, you'll be just fine. And you sound beautiful like you always oh, do. Oh, thank you. You know? I'm like, you just sound oh. just as nasally as normal. You sound, your voice, <laughs> your voice a is, songbird. your voice is going to piss off our viewers just like it always does. <laughs> so don't you worry. <laughs> you guys say we're going to do a rapid fire. That's what today's episode is going to be. We're going to do a little bit of a shorter episode just because it's like, it is the holidays. I'm actually driving down to San Diego tonight. Mm, you're going to be tired. part of my pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a very, very intense week like, yep. that I have going on. And let's just go right into Peaks and Pits because let's do I want to go in. Um, I, tonight, am driving to San Diego. Tomorrow morning at 8 in the morning, flying out to San Jose <sighs> for a funeral service with my family. You're, I'm so sad, so sad. Um, on, so, And that's like a Wednesday, right? On a Wednesday. Flying there, come back the same night, next day, Thanksgiving, at my mom's house. So we are in and out in San Jose in one day. Doing all Thanksgiving Thursday. And it's just an absolute The thing is for cluster. me, I don't even understand how your mom's going to pull this off. because she's That's what ho- I She's hosting everyone at her house, all this family at her house for Thanksgiving. But she's going to be gone flying the day the, before. The day before. Mm-hmm. Like, how is she actually going to pull this off? I feel so bad for her. And the gag is that tomorrow when we're all flying out to San Jose, it's my dad's birthday. Oh, <laughs> Like, how is this? Like, the fact that we're going to a service out there on my dad's actual birthday the day before Thanksgiving. It just It's a lot. It's sending me into a, a place that's very dark. Yeah. Internally. Yeah. It's, mentally it's not I'm not well. It's not um, going to be good. So that's currently where my pit is because it's just like so much and I just feel like so overwhelmed, so much stuff to get done. I'm actually part of my pit is that I've been breaking out a lot recently because of stress. Stress will get in the you. holidays and I've been breaking out so much I have this pimple right here. I covered it with foundation. Hopefully you guys can't tell. <laughs> Um, but I've just been breaking out a lot more recently than usual. And I'm like, I know it's because I'm more stressed than usual. Holidays will bring out the stress in me. Wow. So that's my tip. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, 
What about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salute drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salute has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're telling me, honey. We actually have a very chill Thanksgiving. We always do because I don't Mm. have much family. And then the family I do have, I only have like, one person here or Tyler of course but of course. one one person that and comes and you of course but Aaron's and her man's is going to come spend Thanksgiving with us and I'm so excited and we'll probably have a couple friends over that night just to all hang out and chill what friends and... <laughs> what friends are coming over just the Marcelini maybe Val and some people oh, listen you'd be invited but you're in you're gone you're huh. gone <laughs> So you're having friends over on Thanksgiving. I'm in trouble, guys. <laughs> I didn't know that till right now. He did it. I had to hit him with it huh. on camera so he couldn't act up. <laughs> I'm act up. Yeah. <laughs> the camera ain't gonna protect camera, neither of y'all. Yeah, yeah that's true. And it's true. not even Laura who's true. in trouble. It's Tyler too. It's both of them. That in is trouble. true. As we should be. <laughs> yeah. As we no, should honestly, be. I would. If I stayed, I would definitely come over. 100%. Of course. Are yeah. you kidding me? But I'm going. I'm going down to to SDC all the fam for the hall. That's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is that your pe- peak or pit? That'll see that my peak will be that I actually am going to be able to spend it with my family at my right. mom's place, you know, and getting to have That's everyone really come cool. over to my mom's place, which would be nice because usually a lot of times in Thanksgiving we will split like half time on my dad's sides of the family, half time on my mom's sides of the family, just so we can all kind of go see our sides, grandparents. Are both sides coming to your mom? Or just, I just your well, mom's I think side. so. I think my, just my mom's side because my dad's side is going to actually be staying in San Jose. Oh. Oh, so you there. guys are gonna see them anyway. So we're gonna be seeing them regardless, but we're gonna be we're gonna have like so a So you guys are gonna get up. to spend the whole Thanksgiving day at your mom's house. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. Which is lovely. That's I'm actually lovely. really excited about that. And like I'm excited to see like my mom's place because she's gotten she's gotten goats oh, since last time I saw so her. So fun. She's gotten, you know, she has her chickens. She has Very like cute. she has more a uh, wildlife happening at her house now. Wow. So I'm excited to see like what's going on. I'm she has intrigued. a farm. She has a literal farm going on. So I'm like, what the hell's going on here on this day? My mom and my dad. So wow. It'll be nice to see. And my brothers, of course. It'll be just nice to see everyone. Well, that's lovely. What's your pit, by the way? My pit, it's just a story time. It wasn't even anything <gasps> that affected me in any way. Like, really. Like, it's just like something that happened, and I'm just like, whatever. Well, let's go in on story this, time. this bitch. Let's just go in. So listen. We made reservations at this restaurant called Mother Wolf, and it's like a very exclusive restaurant in LA. It's like super packed out, and you can't get a reservation. Like all the reservations, they open up to the public, they get booked out completely. So what you have to do is sign up. You also have to pay. 
People what? The reservation. Like, if you don't show up, they'll charge you. You have to put your credit card down. Like, it's, like, very intense. I will say there are a lot of restaurants like this in Los Angeles area. Like, you know, there's Nobu. And, like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, really high sought-after restaurants here. So, they have to have strict policies. And everybody's got to have a reservation. Mm -hmm. And they only open up a certain amount, you know. Mm -hmm. So, Teller got us reservations because there Mm -hmm. was a cancellation. And that's how you got to do it. Got it. So we were able to get in and they don't open the doors of the restaurant until 5 p.m. Our reservation was at 5 p.m. So we got there at 4.58. There mm-hmm. was a long line, but all the it was just people that had reservations for five waiting. Yeah. waiting to get in. That's all that the line was. So we waited two minutes and they opened the door. And she, the host is so lovely. Um, she's checking everyone in and like, okay, got your reservations. You know, we're waiting in line. And it wasn't the woman in front of us. It was the woman in front of the couple on us. So we're close. You know, there's only, there's only two people standing in front of us uh-huh. between this woman who's standing in line by herself and she goes up to the counter she's an older woman and she's like i don't have a reservation but yeah i want to be seated i've been waiting yeah i've been waiting and i'm like first of all you're bold you didn't wait more than three minutes because the doors right. opened and then i saw you get in line and like you know like mm-hmm. we didn't wait that long we waited right. around two or three minutes so. right Anyway, so she's like, I want to sit. And so I was like, interesting. I wonder how this is going to go because I don't know that they do walk-ins. A lot of restaurants in L.A. don't. Uh-huh. That's common here. Um, I know in Alabama, it was like, you. I don't think I ever made a reservation <laughs> ever. ever. Living in Alabama, I don't think I ever made a reservation in L.A. You pretty Not much, you have to. I would say like 80% of the time you got to mm-hmm. have a reservation. So she's like, you know what? I have all these guests at reservations to check in. After I'm finished checking them in, I will see see if we can get you seated. The lady literally blacks out and loses her shit. She was already on the defense. I could tell. Like, she already knew that she was going to have to up the ante to get a table. So I could right. see it. She was already coming at her at 100, at a 10. Uh, you know, from the jump. Uh-huh. Because she knew she was going to have to fight her way in. And I'm like, why the fuck do you want to go to a restaurant and fight your way in? Like, why? And act a fool. And act a fool. Like, why do you want to do not that? Get your food go spin somewhere in. else. If Yeah. If it was me, I'd make this. If I knew I was going to have to go to a restaurant and act like that to get in, no, thank you. Don't go. There are 10 million restaurants in this city. Don't go. So anyways, she starts literally screaming and going crazy. Like On, on the way, I'm on talking the about, hostess. Yeah, on the hostess. Oh, I'm talking about so hands are being thrown. Like she is no. screaming. Like everybody cannot look at anything but her because she's acting crazy and so she literally the hostess just goes i'm gonna get the manager (laughs) and in my head i go you're smart that's exactly what i probably would have done after i cussed her out i'm just kidding uh But anyway, she was like, I'm going to get the manager. I was like, there you go. Because it's like, bitch, I just work here. These are the rules. Babe, I'm getting like, paid my minimum wage. You, and so her fight was that she waited in line for a table. But I was like, it kind of wasn't necessarily a line you were waiting in. We were just all like bundled. Like we were all huddled outside mm-hmm. for just the door to open. Right. You also we don't have a reservation. Res- yeah, you also don't have a reservation. So she was like, I will not wait here more than two minutes. And she kept putting her hand up. I will not stand here more than two minutes and you will seat me. I know that's what I would have said. I would have been like, then get the fuck out. That's why we can't be in that position. Because I would be like, then get the fuck out of here. Then you dumb bitch. (laughs) Oh, I'm, is that taking too far? Oh, 
<laughs> Manny. I'll be fired. It's best that we don't host. It's, it's best I'm not hosting anymore. I did back in the day, but not anymore. It's like, I get it can be annoying with these restaurants and their strict policies, but what are they supposed to do when they have a line, you know, and like- Everyone's a reservation. It's, it's, an, it's an overpopulated city. It's not a walk-in place. And when things get too hyped up, they have to put structure behind them, such as like reservations. That's just what it is. That's just the reality. So everybody has, you know, that gets around. Maybe she know. wasn't from here. I don't know, but it doesn't matter Maybe what it is. The, the way she. <laughs> Maybe she's from Orange County. The OC is like, ah, oh, we have a place for one of you. The Karen. The Karens of the Orange County. She was County. full Karen. I mean, it was the she fact Karen'd that she out. went in screaming, was yep. screaming at the hostess. I was like, you're disgusting. But anyways, when I got up to the hostess counter, I was literally like, I just want to say, one, I have a reservation, but two, I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that and how she treated you. Because sometimes, like, I know she can't say anything working in this rest nice restaurant, but it's mm -hmm. nice sometimes, I think, for them to be like, hey, you're seen, you're heard. Like, yes. I see how you're being treated. And, that was trauma. and, like, I'm a customer too, and I think it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to deal with that. Like, sometimes it's nice for them to, to be, be like, yeah, acknowledge, yeah. like, what they're dealing with. Because even the managers are trying to be professional, you know trying to deal with it too it's like mm -hmm. they're all dealing with this crazy person and being like degraded whenever you're a fucking hostess like like what are you, it, to you do, see man? people man so anyways i was like i think it's disgusting she was like thank you so much she's like <laughs> yeah she was trying to be like really like quiet yeah, about it coy, she was like thank you so much i said i said to her i said i couldn't do this job so good for you that you're able to do this because I can't. I couldn't handle that right there, and I pointed at the You're lady. Like, I would have went in on this. Bitch. Yeah, I would have started throwing menus. Mm -hmm. They would have got me out of there. War. They would have got me out of there quick. But anyways, I told her that, and anyways, we had a lovely dinner. I don't know what ever happened to the lady because the restaurant was so big, and mm -hmm. I trust me, I was like, did they seat her? Did they not yeah, seat her? I would like, like for them know. not to seat her. <laughs> you know, like, I, ho I hope that they didn't seat her. It was very interesting people, like, too because she was there by herself. Mm, mm, mm. If you throw a tantrum like that, I hope you don't get your way. Mm -hmm. Like that's my biggest thing. I was like, I hope and pray that they did not cave to this lady's tantrum and her screaming at these people to get her way. Like I'm really hoping that yeah. She they didn't cave. Right. And right. just like get, get her out of there. Like it's, if you act a fool, you're being you're acting crazy in public, public indecency at this point. Get the freak out of here. Well, my thing is like, listen, there are a lot of things to go berserk over. An upscale restaurant in LA is just not an excuse for that behavior. Like not the one. an upscale restaurant in LA is never a mandatory thing that you need. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like this isn't her fighting over water and air. It's overeating at a bougie popular restaurant right. in LA. That you don't have reservations that for. That you don't have a reservation for. So it's kind of like, I really have no Choose mercy. Your battles, Eva. Yeah. Like, Choose I have no mercy your for battles. that. For that. If you were a woman fighting like that for a tampon, of I got you to eat at this upscale restaurant. Get out of here. Choose your battles, man. Choose your battles. You know, if that's a fight that she's having. The what crazy kind of, imagine what she's uh, fighting over. What's, in her real life. what's crazier is that they didn't tell her no. They said, let me seat these people real quick and then we'll figure it out and work it out. We'll handle it. We'll get it. They did not tell her we're not going to seat you. They didn't tell her you have to have a reservation or you can't come in here. They were just like, could you step aside for one second? Let me get the people who have a reservation and basically what's left, what tables are open, like I could possibly get you in. Yeah. So she was basically like, let me work it out real quick. Because that's good customer service right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I was. So they were they were even trying, and she was being a bitch, and they were still trying. It's always just interesting to see it sometimes. Oh yeah. Listen, store and places have pissed me off before too, like how they act. Like not everybody's innocent that works as an employee. You know what I mean? Like stores and their crazy stuff. But it's like acting like that is just always uncalled for. Uh, And the thing is, not the customer is not always right either. No. So like this one, that that was saying was like seldomly wrong. wrong. Yeah, seldomly right. More normally just bitching. About policies. Yeah, no, the whole customer is always right thing is absolutely. It's typically people who haven't regularly been told no. So. Exactly. Mm. Like they're just not used to that kind of any kind of defiance. Yes. I'm like, girl, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Like, shut the fuck up. If Daniel wasn't Uh, up. It would have been. We would have had to mess. go home. It would have been a shit show. It would have been a shit show. It was show actually Daniel the one there. that was. It was Daniel was the it, woman. Daniel would have been the woman. <laughs> Daniel would have been teaming up with the woman. <laughs> Daniel would be like, let's get seated together. <laughs> we'll eat together. She was to there by here. herself, which was so interesting. I'm like, why don't you just go to the bar and order? Food? Or why don't you just go to like Chick Fil A? <laughs> Literally, honestly, like it's a battle like that. Like, girl, just go to a drive thru I would rather go to a drive thru Honestly, babe, I'm a give casual me a sweet girl. Tea? I'm a casual and girl. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Me so. too. It wasn't even a pit on my part. Like, it didn't it affect me. Story, it was just like, uh, I was just like, dang, this is crazy. P- bitches be acting crazy. Bitches though. be acting crazy. In Los Angeles, they be acting girl, crazy. Girl, they act up. They act up everywhere. Let's be very honest uh, here. Let's be very they honest. They really here. do. And the thing they is, like, do. I swear a lot of people in Southern California, they be acting a mess. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Orange County, because you just hear so many horror stories of Orange County. Yeah. Of like these like rich older Entitled ladies. Aaron's. Erin worked in a very rich area over the summer in LA. Mm-hmm. And she said that the worst customers were like the mom, the rich moms. She's like, there's this, she would say there's just this, she's like, they wouldn't always do something specifically to me. She says this demeanor they carry when they speak to you. Yes, so they degrading. Sp- yes. She's like, they speak to you like you're beneath them because you're behind a counter. And like, she was like, fuck? it's so common. She worked in the Palisades. Um, rich. Rich. Yeah. So she was like, that's really what it is. You know, and you get sick of dealing with one right after the other, you know? Oh, I would be like, get me the hell out of here now. Yeah. But she did tell me, which is interesting. So, you know, whenever they flip the screen around, mm-hmm. She to- uh-huh. She's one of those people. Aaron mm-hmm. is one of those people that everybody hates where they just ring you up and they want a tip for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Aaron's one of those people. And Aaron, here's some tea behind the scenes. She said she makes majority of her money through that. And she said no. she makes like a lot. No. A lot through the tip screen. Yeah. And so she said, she told me young people pay the most. No. Young people tip the most. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you get an adult that's like, 60 70 she said no i tip. typically no tip but she said not only will those people typically not leave a tip they'll give you like actual shit for asking for one no so she said she typically doesn't even turn the screen around on older people because they will like go off about it and young people never say anything and honestly said most of the time they tip but, it's, it's, but i also feel like tipping culture has gone out of hand a little bit it, it, it has. It has. No. It's got a 100%, little crazy. 100%. 100%. You are not wrong. You know? There's literally the most viral TikToks made by young people that are like, about the, the tipping culture and how, like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> wild. R- ridiculous yeah. it is. It's just, but the thing is, it's sad because it's like, they have to result to tipping because of, like, the, the wage not being fair enough that, or good enough to be livable. It so it's like, it's it's a sad thing, but the thing is, like, not everyone has enough money to keep just tipping 
randomly for random things. You shouldn't things. take it out on the employee because they're no. signed up for a job that's not paying them typically a fair enough wage to make a living. So they're having to ask you for money because the job is not paying them. Yeah. Take it out on the store that you're in, the not the, the corporation, because mm-hmm. they're robbing these employees and they're Absolutely. getting away with it through the tipping system. So I just think it's totally messed up. But anyways, isn't that, I was really shocked to hear that. I would have thought older people, more adults, would tip more because no, they're more structured. They have more money. Mm-hmm. And it's the like boomery people that point their finger and call Gen Z lazy mm-hmm. and call millennials. Let, no one wants to work. That's why no they want to tip them. No one wants to work or do anything while mm-hmm. they're there working. Mm-hmm. They can't make enough money because the businesses don't pay them mm-hmm. and they ask for some chump change from you. Mm-hmm. And then they get catch hands. So it's like kind of like, what do you want? Well, it's, it's the millennial or not millennial. It's like the boomer people thinking like, oh, the fact that like you're doing this regular ass job and you're asking yeah. for a tip is crazy. Like that's why they're saying it. It's like, like look at the cost of living in 2023 versus when your ass was working. Look at how much it costs to survive now. It's the inflation. You wonder why they're asking for a tip. And I get it. Tipping culture has gotten out of hand, but really put that into some perspective and yeah. like not take it out on the employee, take it out on the business. Like look at like that. You could buy a house back then for a hundred thousand dollars for $5. Now it's like a three bedroom. A three bedroom was one point five. Yeah, million. Tiny too, falling Girl, apart. Like what? Like the? I feel like the discrepancy between like the wage gap is so severe. It's it literally is. like the upper class and then like lower class is just so far. Yeah, and there's like no middle class really anymore. Yeah, which has gotten so crazy. It has the divide of the wealth. The divide has gotten so absolutely out of hand. Yeah, COVID definitely separated that even more. Even more. So. It's just crazy to think about it all. But anyways, that's my tea. Damn, that's some fucking tea right there. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. <laughs> that sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories... Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. All right, well, let's get into our hot swapping. Okay, let's, let's get into the it. hot swapping. Let's do it. Let's have you seen the video of uh, Wendy Williams when she's the lips uh, singing and she's like as the lips in the mass uh-uh, singer? I have not. I feel like if I saw it, I'd be like, yeah, you would know. You would know. It's like it's it's very iconic. It's very funny. Her as a mass singer, she's like 
Because you know the mass Singer, they have to like sing. It's like a celebrity singing, but they're mass, so you don't know what they uh, look like, and they're trying to guess. So she's like, she does it one time, and it's so fucking funny. And like what she says, just everything about it is just hilarious. I'm gonna oh, tell you when Wendy. we're done. It's oh, so good. Wendy. It's so good. Um, but let's go to our first topic. Uh, what do we got? Trisha's pregnancy. Baby number two. Baby number two. Congratulations, Congrats Trish. To Trisha. And having another child that's on the way. I, I would never. I saw her TikTok on the way here. So mm -hmm. we thought we would just mention it. But whenever she was like everyone. The top caption on the TikTok was something like everyone announcing their pregnancies in 2024. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way she's going to announce. And then boop. She held up a pregnancy test. It was really cute. And that is she announced. So, I mean, like, the, like, I just think it's wild because it's like seeing someone who's been on YouTube for so long, I like know. an OG having children now. It's just like, it you, it makes you almost like grasp your own mortality more in a weird way. It does. You know, it's like more eye opening. It's more awakening when you're seeing people around you that you've like seen the industry for so long having children. You're like, oh shit. I think she loves like her babies and motherhood she loves her like motherhood, motherhood mm -hmm. and like the whole shebang which mm -hmm. makes me so happy for her yeah totally i think i really i think that i at least in my conspiracy i feel like a lot of times when people have children it changes them for like the good yeah in some way like i really feel like the kids kids bring out like this like love that you didn't have before yeah i think they give a lot of perspective yes and they give you perspective too. like on what's important mm -hmm. what is your priority what do you care about what do you want in life I was talking to a woman on the beach before I got drunk in uh, Italy, uh -huh. the beach club, mm -hmm. the blackout day. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to someone and they just had one kid together. They were my age. Uh -huh. So I was 21 questioner. And she was like telling me that she was just saying like, like you have a lot of things to put perspective on. But, but when you have a kid, it takes up a lot of your time and priority. Mm -hmm. So like what you care about, like you get to kind of cut off all this stuff in your life that you naturally like. They what really do people think of much. me? I want to look cool. I want to be cool. I want to get these views or I, like whatever, you know, maybe you're kind of more surface level mm -hmm. thing. You're so busy when you have a kid. It's like you don't even get to or want to worry about that stuff anymore. So she's like, it's kind of nice to focus on other things that are actually important yes. and, and peaceful things to focus yes, on like, like your own child yes like yeah. things like worrying about being cool or fitting in are not nice things to have uh priority in your exactly. life exactly but a lot of people do you know so i think also that's why when people have kids it changes them so much because mm -hmm. you know i don't know i haven't had a kid myself so i don't really know but, but i i, I think that's just like more so like from the outside looking in just from someone who's yeah. seen so many people in his life like they have kids. I've always seen like so many people like have really just changed for the better when they've had kids. Me so I too. feel like to me, like I'm like, I bet Trisha has changed in her life in um, immense ways yeah. from having children. And probably she has so much more inner peace in some capacity. And I think so. There's different things. I feel like it just, it does, it brings this different kind of uh, perspective on life in general. Yeah. That, that kids do bring. So the fact that she's having a second one, congratulations. That's so cool. Um, and you know, more power to her. On the, on the on the on the mother front because i'm sure that's very tough oh my god i cannot even fathom having my own child and i'm 32 and i can't even imagine i can imagine it for me definitely because i have like a very routine life mm -hmm. for the most part mm -hmm. and like i've been married for a eight years nine years mm -hmm. you know stuff like that i'm pretty settled down more than i'm more settled down now than i've ever been in my whole entire life for sure um so in those ways, but I don't think you're ever like ready. Ready. Like a hundred percent. Like I don't, I don't totally. know. Maybe some people are. I don't know. 
But anyways, I'm happy for them. Yeah, and I'm happy for really Trish cool. to grow her family. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, our next topic is a little more hairy. I, I want to shout out Spill Sesh because she deeply covered this and she did such a good job doing it. If you guys want to dive into the Casey Neistat documentary versus David Dobrik, it is quite it's quite nuanced. Nuanced. It's mm-hmm. deep. It, mm-hmm. There's a lot of moving parts to it. Mm-hmm. But basically, Casey Neistat. I have been a fan of him since, like, I was a big YouTuber. Like, before I was a big YouTuber. Mm -hmm. Like, he's so iconic. I love his work. Very talented. Such a good cinematographer. He's just a great... I remember I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods here for a little bit, and Mm -hmm. a guy I worked with there was like, watch this guy's video. He's so sick. And he Mm -hmm. showed me a Casey Neistat video. And you're hooked. And I was hooked. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like Casey back then was like the Mr. Beast of now. He was. In a weird way. So when I was hooked, he was the Mr. Beast. Yes, he was like the Mr. Beast of the time. He was. You know? The millennial Mr. Beast. Um, he's the millennial <laughs> Mr. Beast. So I was hooked. But anyways, Casey's a great filmmaker, and mm. that's what he's known for. So he Very is talented. good friends with David Orbrick. He wanted to make a documentary on what he says is the brilliance of what David Dorbrick did from becoming a regular vlogger to basically a pretty big celebrity. Yeah, like into the And that's undeniable. World. He yeah. did. Into like the traditional that's media space. Yeah, into the traditional media mm-hmm. space. So as he's putting all this time, effort, and making this documentary, all the shit comes out on David, Ooh, such with as... With the Dom situation. With the Dom situation, the essay situation, mm-hmm. and of course, with the Jeff. Jeff situation, which was another big one. So mm-hmm. all this stuff's coming out. While he's filming the documentary. So... Casey is like, I'm really, really, really good friends with David. That's why I wanted one of his closest friends is what he says. Mm -hmm. And so that's why he's like, I wanted to do this documentary because of that. But he's like, because this stuff has gotten so big. He's like, I can't leave it out of the documentary. You can't can't come up with a documentary about David and not include the like rise and fall and ebbs and flows of someone's career. Yeah. That's online. That's so public. That's so out there. So this is where, which by the way, I I don't want to undercut David, I guess, because like, I feel like we get undercut too as influencers, Mm -hmm. but Casey keeps saying he's so brilliant. He's so brilliant. And I was kind of low key. Like, is he? Or like, you're like, why? Why is he so brilliant? He's a vlogger. But see, we get undercut too. Like people are like, you're stupid. You don't know what you're doing. And it's like other people can't execute what we've done. Totally. And the thing is, I think that for them, I think, you know, because of the vlogs, like he create, like, I think the brilliance lies in the fact that he was able to create something out of nothing. It's true. There, he did. That, that he in did. itself takes so much talent and time and so much that like, goes into it. And like him having his vlogs at like a very specific amount of time. And like, it was very, you know, he did something. Way. At his time that, that hadn't been happening. done before. Correct. And that's part of the reason it got so big. So I guess there was a brilliance. Bes- In that way. Inventing your own area on the internet. Genre, like the Mr. Beast is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I get I get where because he keeps saying he's so brilliant. And I was literally like, he literally went <laughs> behind a, court, a camera totally. recording everybody else do the stupid mm-hmm. shit while he didn't do really much in the right. vlogs other right. than record it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so now Casey... It's kind of in a pickle because of all the stuff that came out on David. So he includes it in the documentary. But now David Dobrik will not speak to him anymore. anymore. And Casey talks about how much he loved David and how he's kind of shocked that like because they were so close, he can't believe over this. Like he wouldn't speak to him anymore. Like why he's surprised. He shocked, I'm like, look at how David acts whenever he, what he did to Jeff. Come on, like why are you shocked? What That's is Jeff nice. and his friendship? If you notice, if you come between David and like what's going on, it does seem like he kind of tries to 
cut off immediately yeah. those people. That's what it seems like. So he's completely cut Casey off. So now Casey is not releasing the documentary to the public. He released it to the what? Um, it was like a. It was a private shit. showing. Yeah, it was like a showing. But I forgot what it's it was called. Simul- South by Southwest. It was like a private showing by South. So he showed the documentary mm-hmm. in a private People showing. People did see it. But the public hasn't seen the documentary. Mm-hmm. And so I guess everybody's like in a big battle. Like, are you not showing it to protect David? Like, why are you are not showing Yeah, like, what, what's the point of you not showing it? Is it because like, you don't have somewhere to house it? You don't want, you want it to live somewhere? He's like, claiming he doesn't network. have a network to pick it up yet. Got That's it. what he's claiming. Got it. Instead of it being on his channel. Uh, he said that he he said that it deserved more than just being on his channel. I could see that because totally, I, I know that if he made a documentary on something like, like this, damn on my channel, I want that shit to be on Netflix. Yeah, he like, wants you know? it like to be picked up by like a network. Yes, he doesn't yes. want it to air on YouTube. He wants it to be traditional. Mm-hmm. And I think that for like for him too, like because it's crazy because you know you kind of start to see like different sides to it because it's like Casey wants to be a good friend but wants to be honest. Yeah. Whereas, um. David's like, how could my good friend do that to me? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's like, yeah, but he's just being honest about what's going on. But David's thinking like, oh, you betrayed me. I'm sure in my conspiracy, my allegedly. Um, so it's like a very strange thing because it's like he wants to be a good friend, but he doesn't want to lie for you either. Also, how the fuck? It would be like them doing a full documentary on our career and leaving out the fact we were canceled. Come on. It just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Like, You'd it have wouldn't to include make that. sense, right? You would it's have part of your story. To, it, it is. It's part of the origin story, it's okay? It's part of our villain story. Like, you, it's part of our, us being villains. Like, I'm sorry, but it is. It's part of the it's journey. It's part of our villain era. era. It is. The Joker and Harley Quinn are here. We've like, been what are you in supposed our to do? Villi- if you haven't had a villain era, though. Then what are you doing? Honestly. What the f*** are you doing? Almost everybody's had a villain era. A, Twenty By 2023? At you least may at least arc. kiss the sun once. A touch. A, t- a lick. Honey, we wrote on the sun. <laughs> like this. <laughs> We're so Baby. We are so excited to tell you guys all about what is keeping us hydrated and healthy, and that is Taste Salud. As many of you know, Manny and I love a good glow on the skin, and skincare is great, but hydration starts from within, babes. Salud's Hydration Plus Immunity Drink Mixes get straight to the root. Get ready to sparkle from the inside out. They're the ultimate drink mix with a two-in-one benefits, one gram of sugar only, and authentic agua fresca flavors. No, because let's talk about it. Hydration and immunity for the healthy glow, low calories, and authentic agua fresca flavors are you kidding me maybe you have me at agua frescas flavors like jamaica and horchata are nostalgic as hell to me you know it just takes me right back to when you know i was at family functions and you know the the parties in the backyard and it just really just really makes me feel good drinking them to be quite honest and i can constantly drink them without worrying about too much sugar which is lovely I personally love their clean ingredients. They're also vegan and gluten-free. They're so yummy and easy to incorporate into your daily water. So if you're ready to hydrate your body inside and out. So if you're ready to relive nostalgic moments. Head to tastesalude.com and use code FULL10 for 10% off your first purchase. Taste the goodness, embrace the nostalgia, and cheers to health, babes. No, but honestly, though, it, it is very fascinating. So I wonder if it's going to be, I want to see it, to be honest. Like, I want to know what is in the documentary for it to be enough where, like, David's no longer friends with him and, like, them completely ostracize their friendship. Like, yeah. I'm intrigued now. Like, I've totally, like, I wonder if, 
you know, Casey going on Jeff's podcast or them talking about it. Like, see, that's is what that, I, a, is that press? I like, was like, Casey going on Jeff's podcast and hashing out the fact that David cut him off and won't talk to me more. I definitely think it's weird because Casey at the same time talks about how much he loves David. Yes. It's weird. So I'm like, but you going on his enemies podcast and talking about how his reaction is, which is not good. It's like. You want to have your cake and eat it too? Yeah, like he's definitely never going to talk to you again for sure. Oh, baby, at this point now, it's like you're going in there. So I was like, I don't know what the goal is. Like maybe he's just like deep down doesn't give a shit. Maybe he's just a press tour and he just wants to go on and he wants to talk about it now so maybe he can get picked up and it can be, you know, posted. Used as something because it's like not going to be anything off his back. It's exposing David. You know, people love a good podcast press tour. People love a good podcast press tour. That they do. So, I don't know. I think that's very... It's fascinating. I want to see it. I'm very intrigued. Do you think that it was fair for David to stop being friends with him? Um, It's a tough... In David's in, mind. In David's world... <sighs> listen, the thing is, I think the things David has done is wrong. Correct. So... I think he would be crazy to think, Case, if you're getting a documentary made out of you, you'd be crazy to think that they're not going to include those things. Just like I was explaining, we'd be crazy to think someone would leave that out. Right. So it's like, I think his expectations are insane. That's what I just think. I think David's expectations for him to leave that out are insane. So for him to stop talking to him and have expectations on him cutting that out, I think he's crazy. And I also think that there's a lot to it because he probably lives in a bubble. Yeah, in his own bubble with his with his friends and just people that are around him and his and his people and like, I think he might have thought like, oh well, this is my friend, so he's never gonna like say anything bad, say anything bad or, or do not, anything to hurt my anything image. Bad. But like, that's just not like the reality, especially if you're doing a documentary. It's supposed to be as like honest as possible. Well, people aren't like, gonna respect his work if he leaves that part out of the documentary. Exactly. Casey knows that. Yeah, and Casey is well respected. It's either you put it in or trash the project. Those are your options. And like, it's technically no hair off Casey's back to put it in. Think about that. So it's like, I mean, he's like, baby, I'm, I'm the one just, I'm making it. I'm not the one who did all the the bullshit. It was you. You did it. So Mm -hmm. it it is a complicated situation. But anyways, we'll see what else happens that Lucas versus Chris. (gasps) Chris Appleton and Lucas got divorced. How long were they married? Like six months, girl. Okay. Six to seven. An annulment. It wasn't, yeah, it was not long. So Kim actually married them. I love that for her. And the fact that- Let her marry. It was aired on TV on their show. Days after it was aired, they divorced. So I, I really, in my conspiracy, in my mind, Chris was like, you're not going to get divorced publicly until we are the episode. Oh. In my mind, I think that they were like, no, 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 no. We're going to have the episode Let this aired. Ride out. We're going to write it out. We're going to have our moment aired. And then, then you guys can get divorced publicly. But it was Chris who filed against Lucas. Oh. And the rumor mill was saying that Lucas had cheated on Chris. I did see that rumor mill. I saw that. So I'm so. very like, huh, is that true? What's the tea? How long were they together before they got married? I feel like it was a very I quick. It felt, all of it felt it very felt quick. Very, it all felt very quick. I think that this is the importance to, you know, be with your partner for a long, long time before maybe potentially getting married. it's such a commitment. Was it a real marriage? Was it a licensed marriage? I, it, the it was because he filed for divorce. Nevada? Yes, because he, I don't know. Oh, yeah, was he it Nevada? filed. Well, they got married in Vegas, didn't got they? Got it, got it. Okay, I don't know. Um, But it was, it was like, 
uh, yeah, Chris filed yeah. for a divorce. Okay. So it was legal. They were yeah. legally married. Interesting. Do you think it was one of those things where it's like, let's just fucking get married? I do. Like, we're, let's I get do. fucked up and get and married. And Kim was like this. That would be so good for the show. So good. We'll take the PJ. We'll load it up. Mm-hmm. Vegas. I'll marry you guys for the show. Another club. Another, Another club. club. Another, Another club. club. I think that's probably. Just like that too, Laura. It was just like that. Iconic. If you got, if you and Tyler got remarried. I'd do it in Vegas. I was going to ask, where would you do it? Vegas. By like an Elvis? No, you know what I would do? I, I would, want Kim no, to do it. I know. Kim. I'm going to DM Text her. her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to get my marriage license. Thank no, you. I want to get it where I can like marry someone and I'm going to marry you and Tyler again. That we can do. I think we can arrange that. I will be in a little, whatever little outfit you need me to be in. Elvis. I'll, <laughs> I can honestly, I think I can pull off an Elvis outfit to be quite honest. Cause I have the dark hair, the light skin. I can, I can you, do it. You could, I could, I could literally marry you guys. I, and I deserve to be there for it. Would love that. Like the fact that you guys took it from me the first time. How dare we you? Did. We did. Do you like how I was like, I, I made it about me, like their marriage about me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. How dare you guys get married without knowing me first? It's okay. Devastated. We'll, we'll work through it. Imagine you there as like a flower girl in a pink dress <laughs> with your shoulders out. <laughs> me all big in my little dress. <laughs> a little tube top dress. <laughs> oh, not a tube top. That'd yep, be the worst you're getting a tube top dress. No, um, that would be so much fun. Have you guys ever thought about that, though, actually renewing vows or anything? You know, a lot of people ask us, would we? And we really haven't put much energy into yeah. it. We have a lot of things going on. I know. I think that's, that's what the it top is. Of the priority list. You guys, stop giving me opportunities. If I ever get bored, I'll start doing crazy shit again. Yeah, honestly, don't. You guys don't. Don't wait, let wait, her. If I get bored. Do not let her get bored. Yeah, you guys are going to see some problems. No, we, we can't be in drama again. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go through it again. I'm going to start stirring the pot. I'm going to text somebody. We're going to go in. We're going to go in. So don't let us get bored. Okay. It's spooky. It's spooky. Spooky, ooky, kooky. And our last topic for the night Ooh. is the actor strike being over. Good. Mm, mm, mm. Good for them. I know. Honestly, I'm glad that it's over. I'm glad that it's done. I have very, I have several actor friends who have just been like, honestly, going through the gigs. Oh my god! The past several weeks, several months, and they've put all this work into movies and shows that can't air. Oh, and like uh, now it's like finally people are doing like carpets again, and they're actually doing press for things. And it's like I didn't know that with like the SAG, like the strike, that they couldn't even like promote anything. They couldn't talk about any projects they've done. Like couldn't do anything to do with like traditional media, kind of like TV and film. Yeah. Which is crazy, but now it's over. So apparently, like, they made a couldn't deal. Couldn't even dress for Halloween. I mean, they couldn't, but they did. That was silly. That was stupid. Yeah. They took I, it I too far. Stupid they even. took it too far. That was, you took it way too far. Like, that's not that big of a deal. Um, But I feel like now that they've gotten, they've finally come to a, a census, mm-hmm. a conclusion, mm-hmm. and people are starting to work again. Like, there's productions happening, movies are releasing, there's carpets there's more way more that goes into movies and tv shows than just rich actors there are so many behind the scenes people who have lost out on their money and their jobs and their careers because of this so this is bigger than just feeding a bunch of millionaires you know what i mean because that's what people say a lot but i'm like guys there is like so assistance and production and wardrobe and makeup and cameras like literally that's so hard for all these families and people involved in the behind the scenes because they hurt too Mm -hmm. no honestly it was crazy and like i think the writer strike is over, also over. So I think it's the actors and writer strike are both over wow. now. 
and it's nice that they finally come to a thing. I wonder what I'm so curious as to like what the agreement is. Like, is it like now that are the actors going to get residuals from streaming? That would be the nice. Streaming services, but how are they going to do that? These streaming services are rich. Oh, they're rich as fuck. But the thing is, how are they going to divvy out? They sure were able to coins? divvy out uh, friends. Yeah, but that's like different because that's like do like a network, like TV show. Yeah, it's like a, it's like it's on actual TV, so it's like. Because the streaming so services, if, you pay for it. Uh-huh. They're not getting like this, like ad, like they're not. It's not coming from like an ad situation it's that's like from on the television. Monthly payments. It's like the monthly payment is what the monthly payment is. Yeah. So it's like, is it gonna charge? Is it like, like for example, is Netflix gonna now raise their price another dollar to help pay for actors and residual? Now? Girl, it's like fifteen bucks. I think it's more. No, I literally think it's more. It let's, could be. Let me Google. No, Google, Google, Google. Y'all, like this stuff has gotten it's getting, so expensive. It's getting expensive, and so I wonder if that's going to be. A thing where it's like actors getting paid residual from the shows that they've done based off of the streaming amount per show. It says with a premium pers- prescription subscription is twenty two ninety nine. No, with a standard is fifteen forty nine. Apparently, you can watch ads on Netflix for six ninety nine. And they have a lot of things you can't watch if you have that one because they have license and restrictions and titles that are not accessible. So you're going to get the crumbs for $6.99 plus ads. Got it. So um, you get to watch basically with standard, you get to watch everything. And I guess premium, you get to watch everything with no ads. I don't know, but it's somewhere up between $22 and $15 a month. Damn. And that's that's just Netflix, by the way. That's just one. That's not Disney. That's not. Or Disney Plus, that's not Hulu, that's not, you know, all the others. Prime, HBO, Amazon, Max. Max. You know, those are all losing money. Did you know that? No. Yes, those come, I think Netflix is the only one that's actually, like, made money. Disney lost, like, a billion dollars. Uh, HBO oh, has lost hella money. How they're producing too much and not enough people are signing think, up for subscriptions? I think so. Whoa, like I didn't they're over know making that. And they're not having as much people sign. But I think a lot of the stuff that they're making is trash. God. Stop making fucking trash and maybe we will start subs. Isn't that true? There is Ain't a lot of shit. stuff that we could have went forever without making it. We didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Like they were unnecessary. They're gonna have to do some low budget content, unfortunately. Yeah, these subscription companies are. There is there is low budget content. It's called YouTube. <laughs> it's called our it's called our <laughs> channel. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> That's a clip. That's a clip. <laughs> That's a clip. <laughs> it's called YouTube, of course. But um, I'm just glad that the strike is over. I'm glad that things are people are able to get back to work, Me do too. their thing. I'm really, really happy for that because it's just that was such a hard thing. And I had a lot of friends that were going through the gigs that were struggling. Yeah. They're like, I need to find another job. Like, I need to like trying to do and to literally get any job possible just to have money mm-hmm. to survive, like yeah. in Los Angeles, because it's such an expensive, an expensive city to live in. It is. It's really tough out here. It's tough in these streets, poor guys. And that is it for this episode of Full Coverage. So we hope you guys enjoyed our little bit of a slightly mini, short, yeah, slightly mini shorter fire. episode, mm-hmm. a mini rapid fire. Don't forget to comment down below your peaks and pits Do of the week. I want them week. to comment what? what they think uh, Trisha's child's name is going to be. <gasps> Please. Because you know, like this one, the one that she has right now is named Malibu. Uh-huh. So what do you think the new child's what name is What if it's a be? boy? <gasps> Ken. Ken. Wouldn't that be sickening? Like if it Barbie was Ken. And Ken. Barbie and Ken. Mm, I like that. I think Ken would be so freaking cute. Yeah, Barbie. But would and it be Ken. too like on the nose? Oh, it could be. Could be. It but could I be think predictable. Ken. That's my know? prediction is Ken. Something okay. with Ken. If it's a boy. All right, you guys put down your predictions yeah, down I below. Hear. I'm curious. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Happy holidays.
Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh, my God. Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret? Find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously, mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? They're Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm -hmm, your cocktail. Mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health.